Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Fairbanks, Alaska to Burnaby, British Columbia, and from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, yeah, to wherever it is you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. A little bit later on tonight's show, Jocelyn Gandara, Alaska women's basketball standout guard, is going to join us. Speaking of basketball, Steve Hansen, the head coach at Simon Fraser University of their men's team, he'll join us as well. But right off the top of tonight's program, and I said from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the outset, that's where we're being joined tonight by Travis Cannell, Western Washington's head women's soccer coach. Coach, we really appreciate you making time for us tonight, especially on basically the eve of the national semifinals as Western Washington this Thursday is going to be in action there in Pittsburgh, taking on Flagler College of St. Augustine, Florida. Coach Cannell, thanks for joining us tonight. Definitely. Love to be on. Well, this is, uh, again, a a huge honor to have you on, especially tonight on the eve of the national semifinals back there in Pittsburgh. You're taking on Flagler, as I mentioned. It's been just a magical season for the Vikings, 22-2 and on the year. You've won 18 straight. The last time you lost was back in September. Talk a little bit about this Vikings team and, and what has made them so successful and propelled you now to these 18 consecutive victories. It's been a fun season, and uh, I've been really impressed with, with our players, the way they – continually to get better they're really disciplined in the in their approach uh they never get too high they never get too low uh they're just unbelievable competitors and uh and and really the the story of our season is just that we've continued to improve uh from where we were back in in august to, to where we are now uh we're a much stronger team and we've learned lessons along the way that are going to help us uh hopefully in these next two games now, in your last two games, you won the West Region title, a one nothing win over Point Loma at home on Thursday. You went on to defeat Dixie State 3 nothing in the NCAA Division II quarterfinals on Saturday. That match also in Bellingham. Talk a little bit about those two games for just a moment, if you will. And were those two of your uh, best performances? And I guess what I'm getting to is, is this Vikings team, which has been playing well all year long, really peaking now at exactly the right time? We are peaking. I would say the Dixie game was, was one of our most complete games. Uh, and in a lot of sports, it comes down to matchups, how you match up with another team. Um, so sometimes you look a little better than others on, on the day. But uh, but certainly we're we're playing really well right now. And and uh, we come out of the West region and the ENAC, which are – uh, arguably one of the best conferences and certainly one of the best regions in, in women's soccer in the nation. So you become very prepared uh, uh, when you play against those type of teams that push you to the limit. And uh, we needed to be at our best to beat Point Loma and uh, Dixie last weekend. 
You talk about the GNAC campaign. Western finished a perfect 12-0 and this year in the GNAC conference. If you and I had talked in, in August before the season began, if I'd have told you that the Vikings were going to go undefeated in GNAC play this year, what would you have responded? <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't happen in, in our conference. There's too many good players, too many good teams, fantastic coaches. Uh, uh, you certainly need to have a good team and you need a little bit of luck to go undefeated in, in our conference. So we're proud of that. Um, but, but even better than that is how it has prepared us. There's teams that pushed us in lots of different ways, showed us our weaknesses so that we could work on it and get better. Uh, and that's one of the main reasons we're, that we're here in Pittsburgh now. Travis Cannell, Western Washington head women's soccer coach, joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider on basically the eve of the national semis in Pittsburgh on Thursday when the Vikings take on Flagler College. Now, you have been here before. You coached the Viking women to a national championship back in 2016. I know there's been a little water under the bridge between then and now, but saying that, is that championship experience from 2016 in any way paying dividends this year? Yes, um, for sure. We, uh, I mean, each team that you have is unique um, in, in, in the makeup of the group and how they play and their personality, but, um, but having – uh, I think it's six players on our team now that, that were freshmen on that team that played in those games in the Final Four and won the championship in 2016. Uh, you know, their ability to not only have confidence and understanding what it takes to get it done in a tournament like this, but uh, also the wisdom they share with their teammates, the way they lead, uh, gives the whole team a lot of confidence. So I would say that it is a help. We will find out. Uh, on Thursday, but uh, but I could say it only helps us. Well, as you as you mentioned that 2016 championship, you do have some holdover players who are on this year's squad. But when you look at your 2016 team and your 2019 team, do you see similarities? Do you see differences? If you the 2016 team and the 2019 team played each other, what would happen? <laughs> well, I'm not going to go there and predict that, but. Uh, but definitely they're, they're unique and different teams for sure. Uh, you know, the, the players, um, their personalities um, really stamp the team and how they play from year to year. And so, so we do have different players, and, uh, and so the team does play a little bit differently. But, but there are some similarities. I mean, we defend. Uh, we, we are a hard-working group that, that has been able to shut down a lot of teams this year. With, uh, so that would really be a strength and something that, that a, a thread that runs through the different teams in our program over the years. And both of those teams, the current team and the 16 team, both were dynamic defending teams. I know you've scouted Flagler College. They come from just about as far away from Bellingham as you can get down there in St. Augustine, Florida. But what's their style? What challenges will they present to you Thursday? Well, they'll definitely present some challenges. They are a loaded attacking team. They have a a very potent, dynamic attack. Uh, They've got a gal from Sweden who plays center forward who I believe is if not the leading scorer in the country, he's in the top two or three um, with a good supporting cast around her, a playmaking midfielder behind her. Uh, Their offensive statistics are 
really eye-opening. And so it really is going to be a strength versus strength matchup with their offense against against our shutdown, lockdown defense. Uh, and uh, whoever gets the edge will probably come out on top. And the winner of that match between Western and Flagler will take on the victor between Michigan's Grand Valley State and the College of St. Rose, which comes out of New York. Do you have a favorite, uh, not necessarily a favorite, but do you have an odds on on, on who will come away with that win? Both of those teams um, are very experienced uh, perennial Final Four teams. Uh, so they both have the ability to win the match, but, uh, so, so again, we'll, we will see, you know, anything can happen in those games and, uh, we'll be ready if we are fortunate enough to be playing in the final. Well, let's hope you are. We're talking with Travis Connell, Western Washington head women's soccer coach. We've talked about the fact that you have coached now the Vikings to a national championship and maybe onto the verge of another one this Thursday, but you yourself were a pretty successful player. You grew up there in Oak Harbor. Uh, you went to Seattle Pacific. You were a three-year starter for the Falcons men's team and won a national championship with the Falcons in 1993. So you had a stellar career on your own. What was it about soccer and then about transitioning from great player to obviously now a great coach? What was it about staying around the game that made you want to coach a, a game that you had played so successfully yourself? Yeah, you really had to dig pretty deep to find those uh, those nuggets. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I never really saw myself being a soccer coach, um, to be honest, when I was younger. But uh, but being around the, the 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 best part of it really is being around the, this age of of kids, right? They're they're college age and they're figuring out life. It's the first time living on their own and. It's it's just an exciting time of life where you become who you're going to be as a, as an adult, and to be you know part of that journey uh, in in this time period in their life is that never gets old. It's very exciting and it's very rewarding. So that's I, I really what drew me to it uh, and continues to excite me about the the job that I do. Well, I know that you're excited. I, I know it's got to be a little bit of nerves as well, but practice tomorrow and then Thursday at 11 o'clock our time. It's going to be the Vikings against Flagler College out of St. Augustine, Florida, in the national semifinals of the Division II Women's Soccer Tournament. Coach Travis Cannell joining us from Pittsburgh tonight. Coach, really a lot of success uh, being wished by not only me, but everyone across the footprint of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Good luck Thursday, and then good luck if you advance into the championships as well. And, boy, I tell you one thing, I would like nothing better than sometime in the new year to talk to you about bringing home another national championship to Bellingham and to the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I'd like that, too. Thanks for having me on. Let's let's hope that is the case. That is Travis Connell, Western Washington women's soccer coach, joining us tonight from Pittsburgh. Well, we're going to jump back across the country. We're going to head up to Burnaby, British Columbia, where we'll have the opportunity to talk to Simon Frazier, head men's basketball coach, Steve Hansen. He'll join us when GNAC Insider resumes following this timeout. Why choose Western Washington University? Go to school in one of Outside Magazine's dream towns, minutes from both the mountains and the sea. Ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the number one public master's granting university in the Pacific Northwest. 
the number one producer of prestigious Fulbright scholarships in the nation among public master's granting institutions. The number one medium-sized school in the nation for graduates who join the Peace Corps. Western Washington University. Active minds, changing lives. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. <coughs> now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. As we say hello now to Simon Fraser, head men's basketball coach Steve Hansen in his fourth season as head coach of the Klan. Coach Hansen, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks, Rob. Great to be on. Now, you have gotten off to another great start this year. You are on a seven-game win streak this year. You're following up on some success that the Klan had last year when you went 15-14 and 14 and you clinched a spot in the GNAC championships for the first time in program history, winning seven of your last ten games as you got into the tournament at the sixth seed. So taking into account the tail end of last year and the beginning of this year, what has been the situation where this clan program has all of a sudden seemed to catch fire? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of neat looking back and, and put it like you just did. Um, uh, yeah, re- returning all five guys that started for us in the second half of the year, obviously that's huge and having some continuity. Um, this time last year, we, we had quite a few new players, uh, a new offensive system, a new defensive system. So there was a lot going on in the first half of the year. Um, and, you know, we were, you know, November, December, we were looking at a, a bit of a losing streak early January. So uh, it was, you know, just a testament to the guys and, put in that work every day and, and then winning that big triple overtime game against Billings last year kind of catapulted a kind of a new attitude, you know, finding a way to win those close games. And, and, you know, the last couple of years we've been in a lot of close games, but just haven't found a way to win. So um, I, th- I think some of the new guys we brought in definitely came in with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. And for, for the guys that have stuck through some of those losing seasons, I mean, it's, they, they know it's their time to step up and, and shine a bit. So we're, we're pretty excited. I saw and had the opportunity to to watch and call some games that the clan were involved in at the GNAC men's tournament last March. I was very impressed by the team in the fact that it stayed regardless of the situation. If things are going well, if things were maybe taking a little bit of a, a turn for, for the worse, they stayed within the system they stayed within what you were asking them to do offensively and defensively. And more often than not at last year's tournament, and obviously at the tail end of last season, that produced dividends in the wins column. Is that a testimony to the players buying into your system? Yeah, I think so. I think, uh, you know, it. every season's a little different. And there's a, you know, a bit of an evolution throughout the season where, players and coaches just figure out what, what's going to work with this group. And there was no doubt last year having jazz and, and Julian as an inside presence. Um, uh, they had to touch the ball on every offensive possession. It didn't mean that they were going to score every possession, but you know, our field goal percentage certainly went up on, on possessions. They touched the basketball. So, you know, we have a bit of a sports analytics team at SFU that works with us and, the NBA is, is certainly trickling down to the NCAA in that regard. And, and, and we do talk about numbers and percentages. And, and uh, I think our guys buy into that and, 
at the end of the day, they, they want more wins. So whatever it takes. How does the, and you mentioned you have holdovers and returners, quality returners from last year's squad, but how does this team compare to last year? Certainly you're ahead of where you were at this point a year ago, but do you see this team, uh, is it a little bit different? What's the strengths and weaknesses of this year's team? Are they the same as the one you had last year? Yeah, I, I think there's two things. I think we have a, we have a really talented freshman group that came in and, and, uh, you know, a few years ago, I said, you know, we, you know, the depth of our bench wasn't, wasn't, uh, very deep. You know, we didn't have a lot of depth that kind of that eight through 12 position. And this year we do. And, uh, you know, I, I, we have some real talented kids that we just got to tell them, Hey, we have a plan for you. And, you know, minutes are going to be sparse this year with the amount of senior junior and senior leadership we have this year, but, uh, they make practice tough every day. So um, I think the depth of our team is in practice every day is, is leading to some success. Um, but there's no doubt guys like Wilfred and Jazz, I mean, they put a ton of time in the off season. They, they both came stronger, better shape. Um, you know, I think they, they saw some success last year, but they also realized, you know, when they came in in September and October last year, they, they weren't at the level we needed them to be early in the season. So I think that urgency early has kind of sparked a decent start for us. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the guys are playing well together. Does success breed success? Yeah, I, I think it does. Um, you know, I, I was lucky to be a part of a storied kind of high school program in Port Coquitlam. And, um, you know, it was just an expectation every day that, we're going to compete for a championship and it's, it's easy to talk, talk that way when you get to the university level. But if, if guys don't see it, um, you know, it, it's tough. Uh, it's a long season, you know, student athletes are grinding away at the, in the classroom and we're on the road half the season. And it's, it's tough if you're not seeing the success on the scoreboard when uh, it's all zeros. So, um, but, you know, I'm happy for our guys. I think I think seeing some of those wins, and like I said, in the few years back, we were right there, but we lost, I think, my my second year, I think we lost about seven games by four, point or, four points or less. So um, now we just have the confidence to uh, finish games. You know, our game last week against Billings was a, a back-and-forth affair a little bit, and then the last kind of seven, eight minutes of that game, I think our depth really took over. So. So just that confidence, it's it's something you just have a feeling with the coach. You know, as a coach, just the confidence in our players are going to step up at the right times, and, and, and guys are playing well. Steve Hansen, Simon Frazier, head men's basketball coach, is joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Simon Frazier in this year's preseason poll picked to finish third in the conference overall. And again, Simon Frazier 7-1 and one right now. You opened conference play at home last week with wins over preseason favorite Western Washington on Tuesday. And then, as you mentioned, Montana State Billings on Thursday night. So uh, so back-to-back of victories there. When you look at the GNAC overall, top to bottom, obviously Simon Frazier is going to be one of the top teams. But who are some of the other top teams? And, and who do you think maybe some of the dark horses are? Because, again, week in and week out, uh, and I, and most coaches will will obviously agree with this statement. There's no night off in GNAC men's basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, any team that's not being talked to uh, is a dark horse. I mean, uh, you know, Billings. I mean, if 
if if if you don't match up with their you know athleticism and and shooting ability at you know three or four positions and then they have a kid coming back there on Richmond in the new year you know they're going to be a tough team to to play at any point in the season um you know western washington obviously has a ton of talent and and uh you know they have so much depth at every position uh position um but it really comes down to styles in the GNAC i think uh you know, Alaska Anchorage, regardless of their talent, they play a low possession game, tough defense. They don't hurt themselves, and, and they're tough no matter what year you play them. Um, you know, it, it seems like SPU has developed a certain style, you know, tough rebounding, big big size at most positions, uh, Central Washington with their athleticism, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with Concordia and Western Oregon with their new coaching staff. So, yeah, I mean, it's an exciting year. There's been a lot of change coaching-wise and, and a lot of movement with players. But, uh, you know, I'm hoping some of the stability we had at the end of last year will, will service well in the new year this year. Well, Steve, we appreciate you making time for us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Steve Hansen, head coach at Simon Fraser University. Again, pick third in the GNAC preseason poll, but right now 2-0 and in GNAC play, 7-1 and overall. Continued success, Coach Hansen, and I look forward to having the opportunity to shake your hand and talk to you again before too long here, maybe on GNAC Insider. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, and always great to talk hoops with you. Steve Hansen joining us tonight from Burnaby, British Columbia. Time for us now to take a look around what happened across the GNAC. The United Soccer Coaches announced the Division II men's and women's all-region teams yesterday. Simon Frazier's Matteo Polisi led the eight GNAC selections on the men's side as he was named to the All-West Region first team. Twelve GNAC women's soccer players also made the list, including five players from Western Washington. The Vikings, Carly White, Grace Ebersall, Natalie Derricks, and Emily Nelson were all named to the All-West Region first team, along with Seattle Pacific's Chloe Gellaus. You can read all about the GNAC's All-West Region selections at GNACsports.com. The GNAC also takes pride in its student-athletes' success both on the field and in the classroom as the College Sports Information Directors of America released the Academic All-America team last week. Montana State Billings' Amanda Hemmons and Western Oregon's Celine Conine earned selection to the women's team, while Seattle Pacific's Travis Swallow and Western Washington's Ryan Schaefer earned selections to the men's team. The GNAC volleyball season now officially over as Western Washington, Alaska Anchorage, and Central Washington fell short in last week's West Regionals. Eight GNAC volleyball players earned All-American Volleyball Coaches Association All-American honors today, led by first-team All-American and GNAC Player of the Year, Kaylee Harper from Western Washington. Conference play opened last week for the men's and women's hoops teams. The Alaska Nanooks men's team earned the GNAC Team of the Week award after opening conference play two, uh, with two wins at home over Western Oregon and Concordia. Shadid Shabazz was named the GNAC Men's Basketball Player of the Week after he averaged 35 points per game in the two games, which included a GNAC season-high 43 points in Saturday's win over the Cavaliers. In women's hoops, Alaska Anchorage, Northwest Nazarene, and Central Washington all opened conference play with two and all marks. With their two wins, the Seawolves have now won four straight to improve to nine and one overall this season. 
And the indoor track and field season also opened last week at the Candy Cane 12 in Cheney, Washington. Western Oregon freshman Maya Hopwood won the 55 meters in a time of 7.05 seconds. Now, her preliminary time of 7.02 seconds broke the Western Oregon team record of 7.12, which was set by Rachel Morris back in 1998. That's what happened last week around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Well, speaking of women's basketball, as we did just a moment ago, Jocelyn Gandara from the Alaska Nanners women's basketball team. She's going to join us to talk some women's hoops, and she'll do so right after this timeout. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. When I first came to SFU, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. When I got into my second semester, I suddenly wasn't so sure what I wanted to do anymore. So I started to explore a little bit. Archaeology, communications, history, even kinesiology. And then I decided to go on exchange to France for a year. I was an orientation leader for a year, became a community advisor in residence, helped start a choir. I even took a rowing course. After SFU, I have lots of possibilities of what I could do. But whatever I do, I know I'll be ready for it. Welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. As we say hello now to Jocelyn Gandara from the Alaska Nanix Women's Basketball Team, joining us tonight from up in Fairbanks. Jocelyn, thanks for joining us on GNAC Insider. Thank you for having me, sir. How are you? Well, you don't have to call me sir. You can call me Rob. That's just fine. Jocelyn, <laughs> junior guard okay. for Alaska Nanix and also the GNAC Women's Basketball Player of the Week. She averaged 30 and a half points per game as the Nanooks would one and one at home last week to open conference play. My, oh my, you're, you've made an immediate impact on the Nanooks this year. You're leading the GNAC, scoring 19.2 points a game. Have you always been a, a real high-scoring player throughout your, throughout your prep career down there in El Paso, Texas, and then when you played at Lawson Community College down there in California? Uh Actually, yes, yes, I have. Since since high school, uh, I didn't expect it to even, not even to college. Something told me it's going to be harder. It's going to be faster. I need to pick up my game. And just just me training every single day, I was able to just get better at all my talents. And I was just able to just keep staying consistent, at least at that part. So, yeah, I have been, definitely. What's your go-to? Is it is it an outside shot? Is it a drive? I mean, when 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 Jocelyn is going to score a bucket, how are you going to do it? I'm taking it to the hoop, straight to the hoop. Either I'm getting mm-hmm. a contact, either I'm getting a foul, I'm getting straight on the line and shoot those free throws. Easy way to get a bucket. Is that something you developed uh, when you were growing up? I would say. Uh, yes and no. In a sense, I wasn't really sure uh, what my weaknesses or my strengths were, uh, especially growing up, especially playing the sport in itself. I had to realize what I was good at, things that I could work on. And just after playing for so long, it, I just knew that that was something I was really uh, strengthening-wise. That was something I was really good at. So something I was able to just keep maintaining for a while. Well, not only are you a high scorer, you're also grabbing better than six rebounds a game. You rank fifth in the conference with a 45.9% three-point field goal percentage as well. You thought that coming to a four-year college was going to be a bit harder, but 
again, owing to those numbers, that has not been the case. Has the transition maybe been just a little easier than you would have expected? Uh, actually, yes, you're right. Yeah, it was it was a lot of e- easier than I expected. Uh, I was I think I was more worried about the teams I was playing, uh, more the challenges that was coming towards me. I was more afraid of who 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 were my opponents, but I always had to remember they were humans too, and they played just like me. So it's either who who plays harder, who who plays better. Is that is hard work? Is that something you pride yourself on? Always do. That's one thing I work on every single day when I wake up, when I go to practice, something I even do even in the classroom, outside of the court, something that I definitely have high hopes in, in myself especially. Jocelyn Gandara joining us, the Alaska Nanook women's basketball standout guard. You talk about the, the classroom. I understand you're majoring in criminal justice there at uh, the University of Alaska. Why criminal justice, and what do you see yourself doing with that degree when you graduate? Why criminal justice? I grew up watching Law and Order. <laughs> it was one of my favorite shows. <laughs> I always, uh, I always loved their jobs, what they did uh, with for the community, how they helped everybody, and I just always thought of myself as I wanted to be that person to run in that yellow tape and figure out what happened to that person. What is it? What is something that I can do? Uh, can I give that family those answers that they need? That's something that I've always wanted to do growing up. So that's definitely something I look forward to, especially having this degree. I want to go more specifically into like the forensic, forensics field, autopsies, things like that. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Uh, I have one more year left, and my professors that I have right now, they're really good, and they're really helping me to getting to that step and where I want to be like in the future, especially educational-wise. We talked a little bit about your your transition. You grew up down there in El Paso, Texas. You went to Lassen Community College in Susanville, California. What was it about the Nanooks program, about Fairbanks, about the University of Alaska that uh, they encouraged you to to make the trip there? The environment is beautiful out here. That's one thing I can Mm -hmm. say that's completely different compared to uh, Lassen, compared to Texas. It is nice out here. The people here are very awesome, very welcoming. They just they're just uplifting people. And I knew that just coming here I was gonna have some positive people around me no matter what. The campus itself, faculty, staff, everybody again is very welcoming. And just meeting my coaches and my uh former teammates, they were just really cool, really cool people and I knew that they trusted me and I was able to trust them. So I knew that we would have a great relationship especially coming here. So I knew it would be a great decision for me. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but the Nanooks are six and five right now on the season, but that Mm -hmm. six win total has already surpassed last year's total of four wins overall. So you're already two up Mm -hmm. over last year. How good can this Nanooks team be this year? Because again, it looks like you've got some new faces up there. Certainly you're one of the quality Mm -hmm. newcomers to that program. How good can this program get? Oh, it's getting even better. And I, I, I hope and pray that everybody is out there and looking out for it because the Knicks are coming out strong this year. And I'm very happy to say that we've accomplished a lot this year, especially with the new faces, new members and everything. It's going to be getting better and better. You scored 27. You had six rebounds, three assists, and the 81-76 win over Western Oregon. And then you had a Gene season high 34 to go with eight rebounds and a couple of steals in that tough 
3.767 loss to Concordia. When you look back on those two games, are are you already playing at mid-season level? Am I playing mid-season level? Um, that's actually a great question. I would say just because the season has just started, I feel like it's just this is just barely the beginning. If anything, I know that the the next teams that we're going to be playing, like if anything, they're going to be tougher. It's mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like I'm expecting something, but I feel like there's something big coming ahead that I need to look forward to. Yeah. Jocelyn Gandera joining us tonight from up in Fairbanks, Alaska. Final question for you. You're on the eve, obviously, of, of the holiday break. What do you do during the, the during the break period for the for the holidays to to keep yourself physically and, and mentally ready to jump back into the season in the new year? Every time I go back home, I always go back and visit my AAU coach back at home. I train every morning, no matter what. If it's two hours, three three hours, no matter what it is. That's the first thing I do every time I go back home. Uh, the rest of it, uh, I try to stay just around positive people, keep my mind flowing, keep myself busy. And if anything, and I just always make sure I stay in the gym, stay in the court, and I eat a lot too. So I make sure that goes into play as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it- it has been an absolute delight to talk to you. I, I, I can't look forward to uh, meeting you uh, at the GNAC tournament this year, if not before. Jocelyn, thanks for joining us tonight. Continued success. Welcome belatedly, obviously, to the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. And, again, I, I look forward to meeting you soon. Have a great holiday, and, and we will talk again, I'm sure. Definitely. Thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, Mr. Rob, for having me on the show and everything. Uh, much blessings to you guys and happy holidays as well. Thank you very, very much. Jocelyn Gandera tonight joining us from up in Fairbanks, Alaska. Time for us now to take a look ahead at what's coming up this week in the GNAC. Obviously, a little, a little bit of a light schedule. The Western Washington women's soccer team, as we mentioned earlier, are going to face Flagler at 11 a.m. on Thursday in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for a chance to go to the national championship match. The live stream and stats link can be found on the GNAC website. It's going to be a quiet week in basketball. On the women's side, four GNAC teams will be in action. Montana State Billings will be the only team playing two games as the Yellow Jackets host Rocky Mountain on Thursday and then Dickinson State on Sunday. On the men's side, there will be just a couple of counter games. The Central Washington hosts Multnomah on Saturday, while Western Washington hosts Capilano on Sunday. In Nampa, Idaho, the Northwest Nazarene, Central Washington, and St. Martin's track and field squads will compete at the Jackson's Open on Saturday at the Ford Idaho Center. Well, remember that for the latest in the GNAC, you can go to, and we hope you will, GNACsports.com to find news, stats, standings, and so much more. You can also connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNAC Sports. We'll wrap up tonight's GNAC Insider. We will do so right after this timeout. The University of Alaska Fairbanks. People come here from all over the world in search of something extraordinary. What they find is the ultimate true-to-life learning experience, where scientists find a never-ending data pool in every direction, where artists have no want for inspiration where seekers become scholars and discoveries are made in the here and now. The possibility of greatness is closer than you think. 
The University of Alaska Fairbanks. Naturally inspiring. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. Well, just time to thank our guests tonight, Jocelyn Gandara from the Alaska women's basketball team, Steve Hansen, Simon Frazier, head men's basketball coach, and Travis Connell, Western Washington women's head soccer coach on the eve of the national semifinals this coming Thursday back there in Pittsburgh. I also want to tip my hat to Akaho Akau, our producer, to GNAC Commissioner Dave Haglund, and to you for joining us. This will be our final program of 2019, January 7th, 2020. We will flip the calendar and join you for the new year with our next edition of GNAC Insider. Until then, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays to you and yours from me, from the GNAC, and from, well, from all of us on the Great Northwest Athletic Conference staff and around the GNAC Conference. Thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. And, well, for until the next time we speak, I'm Robert Lowry. Again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Consider yourself a GNAC Insider. So long for now. You've been listening to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.